To trauma teachers. Uh, this is Aaron along with Patrick as always. Uh, we kind of do wish that we had the video set up so we could get the YouTube situation so you guys get the full effect of what's happening right now. Yeah we have a uh, pretty much the same shirt on. Yeah we're, we're, we're so good at this podcast game that we're basically becoming one like we almost, <laughs> almost, right. almost twins right now. Yeah I mean pretty soon we'll be up on YouTube I would imagine. Yeah it's gonna happen. Our audience spiked from 18 to 28 this week. So, nice, I mean, look out. Next step is fame. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can you imagine they see, when they get a chance to see our mugs on the thing is video we, somewhere? We quit our job, and then we have to make the stories up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's going to be the problem. That will be the problem. Right. Agreed. So. Uh, but, so. Last week, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was solid. Uh, the one thing, we were talking about smoking jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so, we wanted to clarify what that is. First uh, of all, first of all, let's get where the term came from. I, I had never heard the term before. I had never used the term before, but we actually had a student of ours. Right. So he, uh, every day, pretty much. Right. <laughs> I was pretty close to him, and I would walk him to the cottage, and he would ask me for a jack, which from his neck of the woods was a, was a, was a cigarette. It was a loose cigarette. Yeah. He <laughs> would just be like, let me get a jack. I'll smoke it behind the cottage, and no one will ever know. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's going to happen. But then, so Aaron and I started saying that all the time. Yeah. That we're just, but we don't, I'm not a... We're, we're yeah. I'm, I'm an anti-heater. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm anti-giving kids cigarettes. That was, yes. That was a joke. And it was a funny story from one of our students. He was also joking when he told when he told the story. Yeah, so I guess any advice out there for you guys, just don't give kids jacks. Don't give kids jacks. Yes, okay. we will not be smoking any jacks soon. No, not anytime soon. So if a kid says they need to, they need to have a jack, look into that. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing something. Like our business from last week. That's a new, another one to add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so going on the struggle of the week, mine and ours is... Uh, and we can both speak on both of these, actually. So we're dealing, not dealing with this, but we're working with this a lot, a lot right now where a lot of the new kids coming in are doing really well. Yeah. And it's almost like the uh, kids who have been here a while who are kind of struggling and frustrated um, for sometimes legitimate reasons just can't. It's like they can't handle watching other people acclimate to the program to the and kind of succeed. Yeah. So they kind of are trying to start rumors or do things to get these kids on their just level. Way, yeah, just way one way. And it's, it's just frustrating because then the kids aren't really, we're not able to introduce the program we want to and right. and go over. It's hard to go over expectations and then expect them to follow those when, when the kids who have been here for a while are, are not following those expectations. Right, because the, the peer influence is always going to be stronger than the adult staff right. influence, but regardless of, you know, what we're trying to do. Um, so they're, they're going to, you know, they're trying to prove themselves to their new f- friends and so, you know, uh, trying to combat that is tough, and I don't know. Especially when it's older <laughs> students talking to the younger To the younger students, students yeah. Because um, they kind of figure out what you can get away with, and they're like, you, you can get away with this. Yeah, you, you don't can. have to do this. Uh, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's always tough because then you have to try and get in the way because like that happened actually happened um, in, I think it was math class yesterday. One of the kids was like, yeah, well, you actually don't have to do that. And I was like, uh, <laughs> well, young man, what happened to you? The last time you did that, or where were you just coming from? He was like, uh, well, I was just, I was in the hospital. And I, I was like, okay. So I was like, I, looked, I reached to the student that he was talking to. I was like, so you could take his advice if you'd like to, or you could kind of go your own yeah. way. There's a lot of, like, uh, 
very basic like philosophy <laughs> conversations <laughs> you have with the kids. Yeah. Because it's like you can't make me do anything, and I'm like, right. This is true. I can't make you do anything. Right. But there are consequences if you do this. Yeah. Like it's just such a it's a repetitive conversation that does it drives me insane. Yeah. Because it, no one can make you do anything. Go to a class or right. whatever. Right. But that, that that really has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No. Um, is there anything that you've kind of seen or or used that kind of helps to combat when 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 that starts to happen? Yeah, I say. I mean, usually just pulling the kids aside and talking to them one on one on one and being like, um, especially the older kids, the more intelligent kids, you can be really honest with yeah. and being like, this place is kind of what you make it. And there are things here. You can kind of bend the system here. Yeah. There are ways to figure out things that you can do. But the point of being here is, is to improve yourself and to set yourself up to be successful. Yeah. So stuff like staying in class, we always talk about that. Like yeah. When you go back to public school, we can't make you stay in class. You're not going to get really written up for that. It's not going to affect your time here probably. No. But when you go back, you're not setting yourself up when you go back to public school if you're just leaving class every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes, right. you can't do that. Because you're not going to do that, right. right. The same with cussing. Right. It's like, I know you cuss. I cussed when I was your age, but I didn't cuss around adults because you can't do that. Right. Like, you can't cuss out your boss. You can't cuss out your teacher. Yeah. And then they ask why, and it's, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should be allowed to, but you can't. It doesn't matter. Um, Agreed. I I feel like, I find that that, you know, being able to, you know, at least get them on a level where it's like, okay, you know, one-on-one, away from the group, um, does help. Um, I've also tried, um, uh, like, reinforcing... Um, all the positive signs, like heavy on students who are who just get here. Um, so you know if they're doing well, you know early on, like really shouting them out for for everything that they see, so that you know they they feel that record recognition early. Sometimes that helps to combat some of that. And what you don't want to do, as right. we're starting to give advice, as right. we're uh, as our. I didn't feel like we could give any advice earlier in the year when things were so hectic. <laughs> and I know we have nothing to do with it, but now it's calmed down. I'm like, yeah, we know what's going on. Um, you do not want to make it a, like a struggle in the middle, it, like in front of class. Right. Oh, you're going to eat when you go back to, to high school? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to yeah. eat in front of class? You're not gonna, and then that turns, then they have to respond. Respond to that, right. And 90% of the time that response is going to be negative yeah. because they're going to be around peers. Um, so that is... That is something I never did a lot, but when I first started working here, it's just sometimes you forget where you are. Where you are. Especially because I was coming from a large public high school. Yeah. Um, and just, like, keeping in mind, like, we always talk about what expectations, prioritizing the expectations yeah. that you need to be focusing on. Um, so as far as the highlight of the week, you got a special email this week, right? Well, I mean, before we get to that, I mean, can I get to my struggle of the week? God. I'm the worst. I think you're gonna. We need you to introduce all the segments because I just jump around. I don't even know why we have an outline. Just whatever I'm feeling at the time. You just go with it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm done talking about. It. I don't care about your struggle. I'm done. So that's gonna be my struggle for next week. <laughs> Coworkers who just step on your neck. Um, <laughs> um, but my my actual struggle for this week um, is something that um, I haven't had a whole lot of experience with since since being in this position or being here um, just based on the ratio um, but um, we do have um, female students here um, and I kind of feel like there you know might be some crushes on staff kind of developing um, which is always kind of you know it's a struggle for one but yes it's it's also like it's a tight rope situation because you, you don't want to be overly uh, I don't know. It's accusatory 
because you know that might set them off. But you also cannot be lenient um, because you definitely don't want anything to go on. Um, but it, it's really it's really tough um, when it seems like their interest in the program or in class is staff is right. is you, um, and and that's where they're getting most of their. And I, I hadn't experienced this at all until this year. Yeah, me too, actually, which is kind of crazy. And it's because, um, you know, we've talked about this a lot before, because of the experiences they've been through. Um, a lot of times they look to older right. people because right. that's the terrible things that have happened to them, all that. Yeah. And so, like you said, you don't want to be abrasive and complete, like, you know, stern maybe, yeah. but you have to be direct and let them know that this yeah. is not, like... And then I had to remember the situation earlier this year when it happened with me, and I said something to the student's therapist, and then that student just wouldn't talk to me anymore, which is not the best, but it's a lot better than what was that, happening. That, yeah, that what could potentially happen. And that's what I was going to get ready to say, too, is that, you know, um, the way that I've kind of combated that, you know, but this, but this year um, is, you know, just kind of being, you have, you have to be upfront. Like, right. you, have to, you have to let them know that, okay, um, I'm staff, you know, you're here as... as student whatever to work the program and there's just boundaries that cannot cross and won't be crossed and like you said sometimes that you know that that even even coming them rationally and calm can still cause them you know to want to turn away from you or not engage with you anymore or to get upset but it's definitely the alternative to that is letting it linger because that's what you don't want to do you just don't you don't want to ignore it and kind of let it linger and kind of be all up in the air and go either way because they have been around adults who you know Right. Have given, not given them clear signs before, and you know they won't know. And they they are looking for boundaries. So the best thing to do is just to set the boundary. Yeah, and through the trauma, a lot of times our students, their minds work in different ways. Yeah. So they can often misconstrue stuff. Like even like I mean even like simple things like giving them like a Christmas card. Right. Can turn right. into them thinking that that is which actually happened to me one year. I gave every kid a card, and that turned into one of them thinking that it was like a. An, an introduction to a relationship. Right, which, I mean, my God. But, like, it's just, it's, there's so much stuff that you have to watch out. But like you said, being direct, talking to the therapist, that's the best. That's, and the, then, that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, and the reaction's usually going to be like, what do you, you actually think I like you, you old man? And it's like, all right, that's fine. But at least we're not where we were. Right. And then we can work we on can, We can work on moving Getting back to appropriate exactly I'm glad we discussed that I'm yeah. sorry I no I mean I felt like it was important yeah, I'm well, glad we got it out there well I didn't <laughs> but, but I'm glad I'm glad we, we went over alright so get into your highlight of the week the highlight you got, of the got week. an email this week uh, yeah I actually got an, uh, an email from uh, an old student um, kind of one that I wasn't expecting to hear from so which was kind of cool um, the student came in to us and you know was I don't know was not one of your favorites at, at, at certain points of their time here, um, but was definitely very smart and, and like, understood the program and, and um, the ins and outs of it. Um, but I did, yeah, I got an email just, you know, saying that he was going through his goodbye book and he saw my, that I put my contact info in there and he just he hit me up and reached out and just said, you know, I'd like, you know, just trying to see if you're still around and, you know, see how it's going for you. So to yeah. know that, you know... Someone does remember, is, yeah. and it's worth reaching out that maybe I, maybe I'm okay at my my job, and I'm having an effect on these young minds. Yeah, that's awesome, and I I always enjoyed. He was one of the kids I always enjoyed talking to one on one. Yeah, but he figured out very early the program, the program, and yeah. what he could do and what he couldn't do. Yeah, and he did a lot of behind the scenes stuff, trying to get. I mean, he just thought it was funny, <laughs> which and he was like, 
as a junior in high school, so that stuff yeah. maybe is funny, but when we're trying to help the younger kids, yeah, everybody he's else gotten them in the hall yelling stuff <laughs> at staff. While he's just in the classroom laughing hysterically right. about it. And yeah. then we can never trace it back to him. It, it was infuriating. Yeah. And he would do stuff like when you're out of the room, he always would take stuff from my desk. Right. So I had to or try and, or try and read from behind your computer. Yeah, and that happened to me too. Yeah. I got burned on that. He went through my emails and um yeah, so, yeah. I, but uh, he he actually has one of my my favorite quotes that I've like I've ever been told by the kids. Like uh, he he once told me that like, Carol, man, you're the only you're the only one who doesn't respond to any of the ignorant stuff I say all day long. <laughs> yeah, and that was my fault. Everything he said by the time he left was just driving me insane. <laughs> he had about ten catchphrases. I was like pulling a wind up doll, and he would just just hear him yelling him down. <laughs> God, he drove me insane. But he could play. We were hoping he was going to play. Yeah, we thought he was going to reach out and say he made the basketball team, and I'm waiting on a response because I, I, I responded back to him. So we'll see. Um, maybe he's make, trying to make his way to the team. We were hoping to, that he would make the squad and we catch one of his games. Yeah, because he was actually pretty good. He was, he was, yeah, he was definitely pretty good. Um, um, right. But moving on to your highlight of the, of the week. So I had uh, – so this – which – Happens all the time at our job. You think something is going to be really tough, and then it turns out working out in your favor right, or like right, right. being a good experience. So I was I was working in the cottage Friday night, and um, I had a text like Friday. Friday was kind of tough last week, and I got a text probably at, like two o'clock that they needed me to go to the hospital with this kid. Yeah, um, and I was I usually get a ton of work done Friday, and I was like, oh my god, like I got, so. Anyways, I go in there and I have like my computer and my phone. And they're like, you can't take this stuff in. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. So, so I had to put it in the locker. And so, but then this kid has really been struggling. Um, he came to our program recently, and because of some of his behaviors, he had to, you know, get taken into the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up just playing cards for like three and a half hours and just talking. And he kind of like, um, not everything he said was, was, it was a lot of it was nonsensical, <laughs> but at least like he was very honest right. and like where he's coming from and yeah. why he was doing the things he was doing. And as we hear from our kids a lot of times, a lot of times it's just because I don't, like, I don't see a future for myself. Yeah. So these decisions I'm making, I don't really care about right. because I don't have anything to look forward to when I leave here. So who cares if I get kicked out or sent somewhere else yeah. or whatever. Um, and he's, he's a hysterical kid. I was going to say that. I mean, to, to be spending time 8 to 10 to 12 hours with somebody in a hospital without anywhere to go or no yeah. kind of tech, I mean... There are a handful of kids who that would not be a big, big deal, and I think he's one of them. Yeah, and he had slept all day. <laughs> so he was just like, I'm not sleeping. And I was like, great. He was just destroying me in this card game. I swear he was cheating. Like, I swear he was not shuffling. Like, I kept trying to watch him for, like, a sleight of hand, but I'm not that great at cards. He was just destroying me in this game over and over for, like, three hours. And then I was like, I can't play anymore because I was getting frustrated. And then he just played solitary for a couple of hours. And nice. I think he finally fell asleep at, like, 3, 4 in the morning. Oh, my so. God. I got a little shut eye on the rubber couch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that it was a really positive experience. And he's not been perfect this week, but it's been better. It's been better. Yeah. I agree. All right, so the getting to know you. Is that where we're on? Are we? Yeah, that's, I think that's where we're at. <laughs> okay, okay. You want, do you have anything else to say? About... <laughs> no, I think we're good. I think we can move on now. All right, so if you have like a, I know you're a busy man, but if you have like 20 to 30 minutes to watch a show, like either solo or like with your wife, do you have like a go-to? Um, like a mindless, like, you know, like you don't have to binge it. You don't have to be in tune with the plot. You just go through it. Um, you know, <laughs> um, there's a good handful of them, but, like, um, you know what's pretty good? Um, Superstore. Uh, I've not seen no, it. Yeah, I know you're not a good big TV guy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's like a parody or uh, of a show where the, the coworkers actually like it. They work at a store that's similar to, like, um, 
Wally World, similar to Walmart. Oh, I remember seeing the commercials for that. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty funny. Um, so like when it's mindless and it's just like all right, just throw something on to I'm not trying to yeah. think of anything. Or also um, Bob's Burgers. I'm a big fan of Bob's. Yeah, that's Burgers. a good show. Yeah, I like Bob's Burgers. I'm a yeah. I just I watch a lot of HBO, Elitist, you know, pre- <laughs> pre- premium. You got that premium lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> we just, were talking about you being a baller off air earlier. I cannot. I just. So, so much of the, like the network TV, it just drives me insane. Yeah, like Two and a Half Men. I just like every time I watch that show, whenever my roommate would turn on, I just want to punch him. I don't know what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me, obviously. But like I, <laughs> that you're getting violently upset about yeah. the theme song. I was just like every episode's the same. <laughs> I hate Charlie Sheen. You know? No, I'm gonna. I'll check that out. Yeah, because I've kind of run out of stuff. Yeah, it's not bad. Like I said, when you just want to laugh and not think about anything, it's a good. Sh- it's a good show. I feel like that's like ninety percent of my life. Yeah. Uh, but Patrick, for you, uh, what is the mo- the worst or most memorable gift you've ever been given? Okay, so I'm not going to name names here, but <laughs> I know this person does not listen to the podcast either. <laughs> um, so, like two Christmases ago, I got a um, I, I my family Christmas. I got like this. <laughs> Doorstop. It was like a homemade doorstop. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know it was homemade. Okay. Yeah. It gets like, better. Well, it was not made by this person, but it was definitely made by someone. Okay. Like, you know. Um, and it was like, it had a nail. Like, so that... <laughs> all right. So it was a piece of wood, right? And then there was a nail at the top that had been bent. Yeah. So that's how you... That's how you... So that was the doorstop, right? right? But then you could use the nail to also open a bottle. <laughs> This is interesting. But, and then it had a magnet on it. But it was just like something that you would have made in like a third grade art class. Was it wrapped? Did it come wrapped? Yes, it was wrapped. But I feel like this person was sending me a message, you know? Like unless you improve your behavior, this is going to be what you're getting the rest this of your life, like. right? So I, I put it on my fridge and my roommate just, every time he would see this person that gave it to me, yeah. when he had had a few pops, he would just crush this person for the gift. So it turned into this like whole disaster of a thing. Okay. And then the next year they got me a really nice gift to like spite of course, me. Of right. Then I got a normal gift. So it just, I don't know if this is ever, the doorstop might haunt me forever. Forever. I mean, that's, I'm, tr- I'm finding ways not to like that story, but... It, I think every- I'm going to put it on the page if I can find it. It's yeah. got to be somewhere at the Everything house. about that story was great. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. So, resource of the week. Make this quick. Um, we could talk about this a little bit, actually, because it's another TED Talk. We could just go forever with these. Always. Um, I think it's like 12 minutes, and it's called Drowning in Empathy. And this is kind of something that you and I have talked about that we don't feel like we experience a lot yeah and she kind of talks about how you never think you're experiencing but just kind of about like the secondhand trauma mm-hmm. um and i i will say the only thing i i do experience is you do it's called she just talks about how you kind of run out of empathy yeah and i don't run out of empathy with our kids but like certain stuff i hear on the news it just doesn't yeah. affect me the way it, used it just to. doesn't hit the same yeah agreed like for example when kobe bryant died i would say like five years ago that would have really like, not, like, ruined my life or anything, but, like, really bother me. And I'm just like, well, there's people that are suffering intensely, like, right now that are, like, 12, you know. So I'm not, like, he had a great life. I mean, it's terrible, right? But it's just, like, you don't have the same amount of empathy that maybe you used to have. Right, because you, your, your, your uh, vision of, of, what, how, of how hard life can be right. has, has changed since your, your time here, um, if, if I hear what you're saying, right? But I agree with that, yeah. yeah. 
I see a lot. So I see a lot with my dad too. Um, mm-hmm. Not that he has like trauma or anything, right? But just like he works in a hospital, so like when someone dies, he's like, "That's what happens." Right, Patrick, right. You're, you're, you're not affected by it in, in yeah. that way anymore. Agreed. Like even if it's someone young, he's like, "Patrick, people die all the time." He's like, yeah. oh, you, "It's like you're just wasting your time worrying about it." I'm like, "All right, Dad. Wow. All right, man. Whoa. Let's move on. Aggressive. Let's watch the Superstore. Watch the Superstore. <laughs> yeah. Get my dad on that. <laughs> just chill out. Like, he will not like if anyone watches the doctor show. He's like, "These shows are so stupid." <laughs> It's not accurate. But anyways, we'll put it up on the uh, page. We got four new likes this week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is just something we're just blowing up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're the, the Facebook page, Trauma Teachers, is doing all right. All right. Yeah, we got spiked 150% this week. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. So the feel-good story. Are we on to feel-good? Um, which this, I don't know if it's not, it's not this week, but I think next week it's going to be sponsored by, we'll actually have, we got some. We got a coworker working on a theme song. Yes. Um, so we'll, next time we introduce into the feel good story, we'll actually right. have a theme song ready to go. And so the, we're the looking forward to that. is like going to do a duet maybe with one of another another. Yes. The nice, nice. So it's getting written and it's going to be worked out right. and it will be on the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. That's right. This week we, I feel like we're so busy with our side businesses. Right. All the, con- <laughs> all the consulting we're doing, all the consulting we're doing, right. like we don't have, we didn't have time to. to Get in a didn't new he one. like splint some guy's arm today? Like just during your <laughs> yeah. lunch break? Yeah. So he's just like broken arm, half a mile. You're like, I got time. I got it. Yeah, no worries. Gross. I get it in. And just at the end of the day, like our, our other uh, consulting business about you know uh, what terms actually mean, we were able to get another one. So uh, what what was the, what did the, what did the student say? Oh, uh, oh, now I can't remember. It's gonna drive me insane. That was a really good one too. Yeah, it was. I, mean, I think it, I think we couldn't repeat it anyway. I think there was profanity in it. Yeah, we won't. But uh, right. that was funny. We, yeah, because we discussed it. Oh, well. All right, well, this student, um, and I feel like I say this every week, but I feel like I have to. You never know where this is going to go. Right. We've been on, like, knocking on wood again. Yes. We've been on, like, a bad streak of doing the feel-good story of the week. <laughs> that's why we've been waiting for kids that are about to discharge, because then, like, the next week, they're just, like, cussing us out, and we're like, God. Uh, but this kid, we talked a little bit about him on a previous podcast. He's only been here probably a couple of months. Yeah. And, he has gone from like a, um, his personality is not like emo goth, but that's the way he was dressing. Yeah, he came in. What did? Oh man, I, now I'm forgetting everything. But he had something tattooed. That's not tattooed. That's but what had, we mentioned on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Drop dead. Drop dead. He on had his anarchy knuckles. stuff everywhere. Yeah. He was like extremely pale. Yeah. Wore all black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just, I guess, seemed paler because he never, he like never smiled. He never like made any facial. Yeah. It, it almost like looked like it was uh, like he walked hunched over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like he through his body language, which we see a lot, it was giving you the message like I do not want to talk to you. Right. There's nothing that you have to say to me that's going to improve nope. my mood. Please leave me just alone. Just go away. Right. Um, and he, through basketball and having an awesome support coach, and um, a, a really cool thing about our school, there's a lot of negatives with their interactions, mm-hmm. but so many of our kids are outcasts yeah. who have put up that shell because other kids don't accept them, mm-hmm. or they know they're different from other kids, or they know they don't, like, you know, they don't have new clothes, they don't have the social skills because yeah. of what, what they've been through, and he's really made some friendships. Yeah, some like connections, and I, th- I think it's great to see that when they come in and they, they, they say, okay, well, hey, this kid is like me. And it makes it so much easier for them to relate. Um, and this student in particular, like, like you said, through like through sports and even like in time in the in in the in the cottages, like, has a, yes made great connection with with kids and, and made some friendships. Yeah, and a lot of um, the relationships here, there's like some of the kids have ulterior motives, and he has yeah. none. Except none. that he just wants to be around the other kids. They have. <laughs> 
they have these like recurring jokes that <laughs> are like pretty annoying, but they're I, I get it. They're in, like he's in, he's a young kid. He's right. six, sixth grade. Um, so he, like you know he says like on your mama after everything, <laughs> which is not the most appropriate. But it's but he says it in like a loving, loving like funny kind of yeah. yeah. Um, and he so today, <laughs> the god today yeah they had like he's not very good at basketball, <laughs> but he's also only in sixth grade and he's playing with high school kids. Right. Um, they had like seven kids suspended today or something. <laughs> yeah, the whole starting five yeah. was out. So he got to play. Yeah. And they got murdered. <laughs> um, <laughs> And this kid on the other team was just dunking all over us, which I've never seen in this league. Yeah, we've never had a kid dunk in this league. But he hit these two, like, incredible, (laughs) like, he can't really dribble. He's, like, off balance, and he kind of flings it. And he probably only took, like, four shots, but two of them just iced them. Yeah, nets. And do you want to talk about the second one? (laughs) Yes. So he hit one. And again, for like, all net, right? So he makes that one, and he's immediately like me and me and Patrick are looking at each other like he's gonna he's gonna talk our ear off about that the whole day, the whole day. And as we look at him, we look on the court, and he's ear to ear, grinning ear to ear on the court. That's the first one. And the second one, he makes it, and he proceeds to go to the bench and start high fiving his whole team like he just won the game winning shot <laughs> in the championship and completely forgot that he was still on the court and the game was still going. <laughs> yeah, it was like 58 to 19. Yeah. So he hits this shot to cut to like 58 22. <laughs> and like you said, he just dapped up everyone Everybody on the sideline. And the other team's like on the other end of the court with the ball playing five on four. He's just smiling like this massive. <laughs> So it's not good that those kids got suspended, but it's awesome that he got to play. He'll never right. forget that. Right. I think. I think that it, you know, there, there's a there's a good in all in, in all things sometimes. So being able to see the kids who got in today and get on the court, especially this kid, um, was great. And not only for his, not only for us to enjoy and be and be and celebrate with him, but I think it was great for his confidence as well. Yeah, and we um, we sometimes take it back to the resource of the week. You do you. You read so much terrible things at our right. job about the intakes are just un- unbelievable. Yeah. Like sometimes you can't even get through them, and this you just forget that like like reading this kid's intake, he has been through so much. So much. So yeah, of yeah. course he was like that when he got here. But to see him start to open up and trust people, yeah. And like I said, he really, really trusts his support coach. Yeah. And whenever she's around, he's always smiling. Good and, mood. And if he's in a bad mood, he goes over there and maybe they'll make a little joke and yeah. then he's kind of back. So just seeing him kind of like grow into himself. The transformation that right. is starting to happen. Agreed. And it's not going to be overnight, but he's like becoming the person that he, sh- that he should and could be. Right, exactly. Agreed. Um, awesome kid. He's in a class he's hit or miss, but he's doing like, for being a new kid, he's doing a lot He's doing a lot of work. Nice. He, he, and when he doesn't want to do work, he'll tell me. Yeah. So I, nothing but positive things to say about Absolutely him. Absolutely not. Um, I don't have anything for Classroom Corner this Sweet. week. Um, they've kind of turned on me. <laughs> yeah. I, I spoke too soon about the boy who harvested the wind. Now they're like, because they had a guy from his country read the audiobook. Oh, okay. And so now they're turning on that. For I don't. I don't I'm like, know why. they're like, why can't he talk like he's from the United States? And I'm like, because he's not. <laughs> like our kids' worldview, they have no idea. Like outside of like their neighborhood, right? Which right. I'm not making fun of them. That's but just really that's it. all. That's really what it is. Yeah, yeah. They don't understand how somebody doesn't talk. Like so then they want me to read it, which I used to do my first year, but I will not do that because it's just getting interrupted and it's just yeah. you get so frustrated. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't. I don't have. I guess the defenders took it on the chin. <laughs> they did. They lost like forty to three. Oh, Car- wow. twelve gauge had like five picks. <laughs> Maybe that return to the NFL isn't happening just yet. Yeah, they like had him mic'd up, and they cut the lead to like twenty four three at half, and he's like, "We got him." And they did not <laughs> have him. I think it was like, they, I don't think they scored in the second half. 
So, but it's still, I'm, I'm kind of liking the XFL. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like I was, I was having a conversation with the, with some of the kids yesterday about it, and they, they kind of seem are, are fifty fifty about it too. I want the skins to take Tua, but I know they're not going to. You don't think so? No. I'm ready to cut bait with Haskins, which could, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I just think like Tua. I mean, he's so good. I mean, I think you kind of almost have to. Like he, he reminds me of Russ, man. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was, like, the consensus number one pick his whole career. Yeah. And then had that awful injury, and then Joe Burrow came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'd much rather have Tua than Burrow. Than Burrow. I, I agree. Yeah, he I had agree. one good year. So did yeah. Cardell Jones, and he's in the XFL. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a chance that Joe Burrow could be in the XFL in, in like, two years. And those receivers he had. It was just like at Ohio State with Cardell Jones. Those yeah. guys were wide open. Open. All day. All day. So... To end it, I think that was a good episode. I liked it. That one felt good, man. Yeah. And a super, we have had, we had a really good first couple of days this week. The last couple of days have been tough, but a super positive feel-good story. I, I love that kid. Yeah, everything about that was yeah, great today. Great. Like, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine today being better. I mean, I, to take how the, some, how the week has been kind of here lately, yeah. that is going to definitely make up for and it. And that is the awesome thing about our school is that, like you always talk about, put it in your pocket. Like yeah. they lost by forty, but yeah, that was by far my favorite game. You could not tell that they lost by forty <laughs> points. Everybody was so excited, yeah. so it was great. If he would have like, cause he hit the shot, and the gym started going crazy. Yeah, the and then the went... next kid that never plays either missed. If he would have made that, the gym would have exploded <laughs> down. Like the other team was like, "What is what going happened? on?" <laughs> uh, good times. It was. Uh, but looks like we're at the end of it. So, we are. Patrick, as always, I've enjoyed our conversation. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. We look forward to you guys listening next week.